We're back. The Whiskey Hue, a podcast from three brown startup enthusiasts that pull back the curtain on business, culture, and side pieces. <laughs> Not that type. We're talking black cha- blockchain. <laughs> blockchain. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it, baby. Go. <laughs> I love it. Bullshit. And most importantly, over whiskey. Too much whiskey. <laughs> Too much whiskey. Before I get into my part, man. So, Clyde, one time you did say, hey, I'm bringing black up. I'm like, damn. That's what you guys did. You said to me once. Remember, I thought I thought you said that. I'm like, man, he's bringing black up. Anyway, all right. America calls Clyde Black, Athul Brown, and Anthony somewhere in the confusing ass middle. With three brothers, various shades of brown, bringing you the latest in tech, business, and startups, mixed with a ton of sarcasm. Cue the music. This Bring episode it. is gonna be one for the books, fellas. Yeah. I just fell already in the opening statement. No Sanford and Son. What's going on, Anthony? What's going on? I've been drinking too early, man. So I, I missed my cues. <laughs> that's, my, that's my mouth trumpet. What that mouth do? <laughs> oh man, I shouldn't say that. I should say that by myself. Oh, man, jeez. That's not going like the mainstream. Remember, remember, Charlemagne says that, right? You know, Charlemagne says that about uh. Well, oh, yeah. well, say she's not gonna ever listen. Rihanna, <laughs> she's never gonna listen. I mean, she's a guest next week, but you know, with that big <laughs> number one, Joe Rogan, watch out, we're coming for you. <laughs> well, yeah, we're just recording like you did. MMARS. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right, let's get into it. So, uh, I mean, so what's been going on, fellas? What's up? What's new? Oh, busy, man. Busy, busy. Is it is you know this work from home culture, man? It sucks. Actually, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> And I don't even I don't even have kids. Okay, it just it just it just it just sucks. But one thing I want to point out, I just I, I have to do this. I'm gonna have to do this. So yourselves. Here we go. You yeah, found out about your kid. Yeah. <laughs> 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 one thing you know with our with our, our numbers are getting high with our our, our, our listenership and uh, is that the word listenership? Yeah. So sure. Uh, the, the, our episode, our, our great episode, we had a miseducation of uh, COVID nineteen. Uh, I heard back from some of my teacher friends. Uh-oh. Uh oh. And and you know they were like, "Listen, we work our asses off," which is true. So one in particular, my my girlfriend. So she's just like, you know, <laughs> one in particular. <laughs> she's, all that she's all that matters, man. All that matters. She's all like, that matters, man. You know what I'm working. You know, you see the work, and I was like, that's true. The kids might do a, a work that you, you know, you you guys are helping out the kids, but the amount of prep work and oh, yeah. work done after oh, it's a lot. So my bad. <laughs> I have to own that. I have to own hey, that man. one. Hey man, just don't let her hear this stuff. All right, when we talk about their professions, we don't let them hear it, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. That was my fault. She was. She's a loyal supporter. Robert. Be like that one dude. I remember on Twitter that one dude. His girlfriend went for his phone during the draft. He's like, "No, nah, man, that's my phone." All right, because <laughs> you might see something. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sure she's not around. <laughs> <laughs> so, as everyone can tell, um, we've already started sipping. So, uh, let the listeners know what we're sipping on, Anthony. Uh, what do we do? Glenlivet. So, so here's here's a great story to start another. I'm just on it right now. The Glenlivet 12 year, right? This is a this is a this is a 40th birthday gift from our the 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 other A of the uh, of the group right here. Uh-huh. Thought, he's like, ah, this is laying around my apartment. So it's your birthday. So here, <laughs> it's just sitting, oh, here, just sitting here for four years. So. <laughs> So, so I think it's a good. I think it's a sixteen year now. <laughs> I went top shelf, man. Happy <laughs> birthday! No, people people love that, and I um, 
Man, you told me that morning it was your birthday. I'm like, oh, I gotta, you know, I gotta get him something. It was cold back then too, wasn't it? This was like March or it was March. It was March. February, yeah, March. Right. So like it was like the beginning of COVID because yeah. we were on the fence. He was like, yeah, I'm having this thing at the whiskey bar in the city. And we're like, I like my life. That's right. How is it? It's good though, man. You liking it? You liking it? It's smooth. It's good. You know, it's, like, it's like every, it's like every other, you know, Whiskey, like it's you know, you it's a, it actually doesn't have that initial punch. No, a lot it's of kinda, it's an everyday, it's an everyday yeah, play with you, play with me. Let's hang. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly, like, it, it's it's you know, it's a good sip on, like, but you know, depending on depending on your personality, it could be too many sips that you take in one day. Yeah, absolutely. So no, that's good. So this is what we're gonna be sipping on today here at the Whiskey Hill while we're touching on. Uh, some great topics, uh, specifically thinking about the world that we all are in love with, near and dear to our hearts, is uh, centered around music. Um, as every, everyone didn't know already, Atu is, um, if not almost a Grammy Award winning um, uh, a back holder for you know one of the great legends of our music and time. <laughs> no, nah, just kidding. But he's uh, he's he's our he's our music pro. I like to listen. <laughs> um, Anthony, I'm sure he likes to listen as well. Um, he's a smooth groove. Thules, he likes the 90s R&B. For some reason, he likes to try to make babies all the time. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so we're going to be spending some time today thinking about and talking about the world of uh, streaming music and how it's impacting not only tech, but business and also culture. It's one of those things where it's been changing the face of music for the last, let me say, five to 10 years um, from the time that you know, everyone well, fished- Napster, Napster first, early 2000s, exactly. then this whole exactly. thing played, right? So that's Napster. 2001, 2002, something like that. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So I was going to say from my days Napster. when my computer catching the virus, not the COVID, that's but that. the LimeWire disease. Oh, LimeWire. <laughs> oh, LimeWire. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I kind of want to criminate myself with anything else. Right? <laughs> the conversation is over, buddy. <laughs> oh, is it good? Okay, we're good. All right. All right, cool. Can we say something. Yeah, I may have gotten a few things from there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, computer didn't work, but you know, I got, I got the music. You know, people do it at the grandparents' house, so the grandmother would get arrested, and then <laughs> they like visiting their grandmother. I'm bored. I'm gonna go download cheap free music, and then they get arrested. Grandmother's like, "Hey, man, I got. I mean, why are you handcuffs, Grandma? <laughs> Make me a sandwich." They <laughs> happen all the time. Anyway, tangent. so wrong, so wrong. So let's uh, let's dive into it because streaming music is something that's near and dear to my heart. Um, you know, I think about it from the perspective of one, it gave musicians, creatives, artists, new revenue streams that essentially was what was a dying industry. Um, I think back to, I think it was the Grammys probably about maybe five, 10 years ago. And they had these kids in the audience and they were like, you know, at the beginning of the show, we're going to have these kids go out and strip and rip music, you know, during the show. And what? Yeah, it was it was something. I forget what I forget what year it was, but they had it was on, it was on HBO, obviously HBO, right? <laughs> Say it again. Was this live air on HBO or something? No, no, this is during the Grammys. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, it's during the Grammys, and, and and what the point they were trying to prove was, you know, how easy it was to steal and, and rip music mm-hmm. um, while their Grammys were going on. I think they got like you know a couple hundred thousand songs or albums wow. or something that was crazy during the three hour block. And it just kind of shows how, you know, the industry was changing and how it was evolving and that everyone needed to try to figure out ways to keep up. And, you know, I think 
from that, a lot of things were born, starting off with um, streaming music services like, um, uh, what was it? Uh, no, no, no. What was Sean Parker's first deal that was oh, illegal, sure. then he turned illegal? Napster, right? Napster. Napster, Napster was yeah. first. Napster, Napster was a, after. Yeah. Line, yep. Yep. Napster, and, Napster's still around, by the way. Yeah. I, they were like last year, like they had like 1% of the market share, but less than 1%. And they actually, you know, they're still around, ironically. I didn't know that <laughs> until just a couple of days ago. <laughs> yeah. So we start prepping for this episode. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, what uh, I want anyway. to do, so what I want to do today is, is let us take some time and dive deep into streaming music, get each of your perspectives and, you know, kind of where we are, where we're going and, you know, what you like to see. So, um, you know, I'll let you guys kick it off. Well, I, for me, for me, listen, I've, I've been there outside of the, how would you classify Napster and LimeWire? I don't even know what those categories, what they would be. Um, because you, you were, you were, you were in theory just downloading music illegally. Yeah. It was peer to peer. It was peer to peer. That's it. That's it. Yep. Peer to peer streaming. So pretty much, I think the way it was originally classified was centered around your IP address was open to their IP address and you could just download the music that was on their, on uh, their hard drive. And then that's the way it was sharing. That, that's, that was the thinking around. So side note, I, I, I know you, you got this, but side note, Spotify utilizes this technology still. So if you're, if you're a member, if you're legit, you can, if someone else has it in their cache that's nearby, they might, it might plug into your phone. If you pull the same song, just, all right, go ahead, AG. No, no, no. I, I, so the, the, the great part. So ultimately what it, what I love about it is that I don't have to buy albums again. Okay. So, <laughs> and I think I haven't bought an album in 10 years. Um, yeah. so and I used to buy, I remember in college, I would, I would be the first, I would, I find joy being one of the first people to have a new album. Like I would, I would spend that $15, maybe 10 if I got the right guy who got it off the truck. Right. So had <laughs> <laughs> the new Jay Z, the new Nas, the new whatever. Back then it was like 50 cent, whatever it was. Yeah. That's right. so true. That's so true. Yeah. Because I remember like the hood, uh, record stores used to release stuff on Friday. Yep. Because yep. Tuesday was the release day. So you can get yep. that stuff early. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and there was a guy at, so, yeah, at Temple and, and shout out Go Owls. And that used to, you know, there was guys that used to come by the dorms and like stand outside and be like, oh, you want the new? And you're like, yeah, man, I got, you know, a and they knew my name because I was buy, always buy the, I was buy the albums. <laughs> but next time you had a collection and it was cool. It was great when you had, you had the experience of buying an album. But now mm-hmm. as things have changed with peer to peer and the new streaming services, you, you now you can kind of just pick, pick apart what you want and it be, yeah. it, it's no different than what we see on television it's more on demand it's more what you want how you want it whenever the hell you want it right and i was i was early on a paid subscription with spotify i jumped on pandora first then jumped on spotify because i just wanted to have my playlist because i was the guy i'm the guy who goes to the cookout and it's like yeah i put my uh, playlist on yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i got the cookout playlist got cookout playlist one or two two or three right? <laughs> depending on the crowd right so it, so uh I, I i've always been on it but you know I, honestly i've switched off of spotify to apple apple music okay um and i'm trying to remember what the reason but it, before we go there i don't want to lose any uh spotify listeners but whatever yeah, no, I mean, it's enough for everybody, right? So the one quick caveat to that, the reason they used to do before, back in the day, they would have like 10 to 14 songs per album back in the day with albums, cassettes, whatever yeah. they used to do back then, CDs, right? The reason was they would take 
eight tracks. I know this from being in it. They would take like seven, eight tracks, spread them out across three or four albums, and then put in a bunch of B-sides so they could keep selling because sales and money came in. The artist, if you sold an album or you sold a single, you got that money once and the record label and everyone in play. Streaming now allows per track basis, right? So every track has to be hot. Um, when, when you're, when you're finished making your statement, I'll tell you how, like the kind of the monetization of this whole thing works. Too. Let's go, let's go, go straight into it. Like I, 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 I'm just a, I'm just a lover of music. So I, I just go with the platform. So that's the reason I just thought that the reason why I went to Apple music for me, I felt that there was more selection um, oh, really? artists than Spotify. Cause Jay-Z, when I had Spotify, wasn't on, he, he, his full albums were on Spotify and I couldn't make a Jay-Z Nas versus Nas, who's yeah. a better artist playlist without, without having all of Jay-Z's albums. So it was it was one of those things I was like, so I went to Apple Music. He's like, what, Teddy Riley versus Babyface just didn't hit it for you? <laughs> I need a little something harder. <laughs> the whole thing, so with uh, so streaming, as they started releasing per track, and this was demanded by the consumers, so the consumers changed the whole business model for this entire industry, right? Because they wanted yeah. this per track, don't have to waste time, 15, 20 bucks buying an expensive-ass album when I only want two tracks. For two tracks. Now, the thing is on streaming, Drake, let's take Drake. He makes money once you listen to 30 seconds of the song. He get that counts as one stream. Now, but if you flip around, but okay, so what you could do is Drake is just tell all those people, hey, go go hit the 30 second mark, 31, skip the next song, go for 31, I'll keep making money. It's it then to incentivize it, companies like Spotify or all of them, Apple Music, what they do is to get you as a marketing ploy on playlists, they'll say, well, if they listen to the entire track, then we'll, you'll have our algorithms will pull you into certain hit lists. Mm. Now that's, that's one side yeah. of it. Second side of it is um, they started before I used to do this. So I, I, we can go over song structure some other day, but like nineties, let's just say R and B two thousands and all that. When we used to put it together, you build up to the hook. Now, since 30 seconds in, you need to get that capture that money in that audience. You put the hook up front and hip hop started that. Hip hop started it, that rock came on, R&B. So you'll notice you get the, used to get, you know, listen to 90s tracks. The hook used to come in the middle of the song, like, you know, two thirds of the way, one third of the way in. Now it comes like, you know, first 15 seconds. Boom. That, that, that's, that's a good point. Cause I know, you know, I, 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 like I said, I caveat this. <laughs> Cause I don't, I don't, I don't want to, I don't piss some of our listeners off, but there, there are certain hip hop songs. I'm just like, dude, this is all hook. Like, can I, can I, can I, can I get showing your age there. You're showing your age. Like, listen, I, I, I'm just to be honest. I grew up on '90s hip hop. Same here. You know, man. like '90s hip hop, and that's and and it, and that was all about rapping. That's all about you having lyrics, and with the beat, and the beat was an additive factor, right? Now, I think, I think hip hop beat first, right? Beat first, and then yeah. and then you kind of rap. And listen, there's 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 some artists right now that I I, I mess with. There, there's you know outside of Drake, Drake's just owning it, owning it. Like yeah. he can rap, he knows how to have a hook on his stuff. Yeah, but you know there's there's Travis Travis Scott. Like these guys can these guys can put musicianship wise, they can put it together. Yeah, I, yeah. I digress. I digress. We're talking let's, about let's, I, let's, I, we keep picking Drake because he's just a great example of just everything right in the business right now. So Drake. He, they'll put out longer albums so 90 minutes of music but there'll be a ton of shorter tracks like three minutes yeah. or less right so it used to be four and a half four four and a half minutes like back in the 90s 80s whatever and then it came to three and a half for the average song now hip-hop they'll go from two to three minutes they'll just go short get in and get out man it's like you know 
Slam, bam, thank you, man. Type thing, right? so, get in, get out. So that, that's what it is right now. We should get into like the Spotify, Apple, Amazon. Who pays the most? Yep. To the, to the artists and all them. So Spotify right now is trying to do right. They are the largest mark, mark. So 35% of the market right now, 170 million subscribes, you know, subs, um, 75 million of them are paying. The rest of them are free like me. And, you know, that's 45, that's 40% of their audience. So, you know, they IPO a couple of years back almost exactly two years ago, they pay around 0.006 to 0.0084 cents, right? And that's, they're trying to increase that. Apple has what, 19% of the market, Amazon 15%. Now, how does this make it? Title is actually doing right by people, but they're playing a two-tier thing. So it takes, for an artist to earn $1 on title, they need 80 streams of their track. On Spotify, it takes 229 streams mm-hmm. of that same track. Now, Title's trying to do two things. So you either go user-centric, which is us three, or artist-centric, where you try to get those exclusives, like Jay-Z was trying to do with Kanye. I think they, somebody did this with Taylor Swift at one point. Uh, so there's that. Now, t- Title's trying to do both. So they're trying to do like, hey, mass aggregators, you make this, you buy all you can eat, you know, type of thing. Or then they're trying to do those exclusives, like that Kanye deal. So it's, it's interesting, but they, they're doing right by people. Yeah, and it makes total sense because you think about how um, the artist who wants to get paid, you would in an ideal world they get paid by going to title because you get more streams. But what's missing here is the scale. Spotify yeah. has a scale. They were first to market. Um, they publicly backed, and they have more opportunities for you to get more total revenue versus revenue per per stream. So I I, I find that very interesting because. The whole Jay-Z model, when it first came out, I was like, oh, this is a slam dunk. Why wouldn't you want to be on there? Um, but the scale matters. One time I listened to another podcast called um, uh, How I Built This with the yeah. creator of yeah. uh, um, Spotify. He was just talking about how it, how it came up, how he created it, why he why the steps he's doing, what he's doing to uh, t- to help it rise and you know why he wanted to go public so he can have more revenue to expand and grow the overall streaming business. So that's something that's very interesting to me and one where I continue to watch how they're evolving because the music is only a loss leader and gateway to newer revenue opportunities, which, you know, I think I brought up Joe Rogan earlier. Spotify is making huge investments into um, uh, podcasts because they want, they have the listeners. So they're just trying to figure out new ways to, um, uh, lower the cost per, per per person from a sense because once you get the streaming uh revenue in they're having to let the pay less for a podcast because they're paying one lump one lump sum so i just find that interesting yeah yeah anthony you about to say something no i had to had to i was taking a sip sorry <laughs> <laughs> oh. <It's> whiskey hue <laughs> so, yeah exactly so they'll, they'll go artist centric consumer centric sometimes they'll go genre geographic centric so the more loyalty you have to an artist usually the potential audience size decreases exactly what you just said right claude like you mm-hmm. know and then and, and vice versa right so you want do you want mass appeal or do you want niche content so like if you're a jazz centric artist most of us aren't going to listen to that go that's about three percent of my music catalog we'll talk about that sometime but it's it, but they people will pay for that <laughs> people pay like jazz listeners are older yeah, jazz, jazz listeners will pay you see pay, that man. we're, we're in the new york area we're in the new york area and uh what's the big jazz station up here wbgo 
And yeah. uh, that's 88.7, something like that. Right? I got so, turned on to it in New Orleans, man. Presbyterian Hall, that one place in the uh, French quarters. It's hot. We went back. My wife yeah. and I went back two nights in a row. We're like, this is hot. It's, it's like the like size Jack- of our bedroom. 50 people in there. <laughs> and the dudes were right in front of me. And it was, it, was, it was hot and hot. It was hot. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway. You know, jazz, jazz is a jazz. Jazz is that music, especially with the radio stations when they do their fundraisers, because they're usually public radio. Um, yeah. They do their fundraisers. They they'll get their listeners, and their listeners have cash. Yeah, and they and they donate. So, but um, what what I was going to say is that w- one of the things that the, to kind of look at Spotify, you know, has has that market share. But what's the unique nature of the other streaming platforms is the ecosystems that they already have. Yep. Yep. Right. So so they so you you know Spotify is out there by themselves. Right. They have to they have to stay. They have to reinvent. They have to look at different forms of audio that 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 they can kind of capture. I'm surprised they haven't jumped into the audio book side of it yet. Right. So, yeah, that um, makes perfect sense. Oh, that makes yeah. Brilliant sense. Yeah. Right. But, um, you know, but, you know, that's a cost. That's a whole nother uh, uh, beast right there. But, you know, Apple, Apple has a, their their ecosystem. Right. You're already paying a part of their ecosystem. You got the Apple TV. You got Apple Music. You already have if you have the devices. uh you know, you got there, you know, buying cloud storage, buying, you know, uh, whatever other additional features. Same thing with Amazon, because let's be clear, Amazon's yeah. Amazon's coming into the Amazon's in the game. They what what they, you know, have about what is it? 15 uh, percent. They're closing yeah. on Apple and they have an ecosystem, too. So it, it's all and Amazon does it differently. Like you pay the price, you get access. Right. You yeah. pay this one. Apple is tiered. Yes. Yeah. Value add. Yeah, um, so yeah. that's the, I think that's the difference. That's what Spotify has to pay attention to. It's just, and folks know, so in, on, on us radio, right. How it used to be back in the day, you know, it counts as a public performance. We're going to get into this with DJs now I'm in a, in a moment. I'm, I know because those are public performances, right? So the artists or the copyright owners don't get paid from the radio. I know there's been a battle back and forth. There's been like for 40 years, they've been trying to get that songwriters do. So, huh. you know, so because, yeah, you know, and I'm I'm on both of these performing rights organization, ASCAP, BMI, 50 percent goes to songwriters, 50 percent to the publisher. And usually to get a deal with them, you have to give up half of one or the other, depending unless you're like unless you were Prince or Drake. You come in. I'm like, I'm taking 100 percent off. Actually, no, to be even Drake, the bigger you are as an artist, just generally just this is a, just a common known fact. The more people that are in your pocket, that's all it is. Right. To be an usher, to be a Chris Brown, to be. Uh, Adele, you've got, there are more people in your pocket. You're bigger. You're still going to be more loaded than a little the small cat, but there's a lot of people in your pocket because that's a machine behind you then. And you yeah. have the ability to have a bigger pie, right? So you get it. Your exactly. slice is going to be bigger, but you're going to, you're still going to be sliced the, the same amount. Slice a smaller what? big pie. That's what you, right. If you're a big artist like that. That's yeah. Yeah. If you're bigger like that. Yeah. You have a, yeah. you're, essentially you have a bigger pie. You're going to have a bigger slice, even if it's cut smaller. Um, so one of the things that, you know, I find interesting about the whole music streaming world is um, um, the one that Steve Stout, Steve Stout Moment. Um, created, United Master, United Master right? Yeah. So his was a combination of tech and music streaming together where he's trying to take advantage of the, the ease of use of getting on streaming platforms, uploading music, whether it's SoundCloud, whether it's uh, Spotify, Apple Music, et cetera. And, and helping new artists to launch their own music so they can eventually have own, the, own their masters. That's why it's called United Masters. They own their own masters. They own wow. the rights to their music. And, so, you know, they have, they, 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 they're doing the Chance model, right? Because Chance the Rapper is probably the first yeah. mainstream artist who kind of hit the ground running, owns everything, and launched solely on streaming. 
which is which was eye opening because he he made all the money. He did all the work. He made all the money. He didn't have those record labels in his pocket trying to take it. One of the risks that 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 you know a lot of artists aren't able to take is because they're not able one to get those advances to get mm-hmm. the money up front, but then also they're not able to fund the marketing to get their yeah. the music heard. So he had to almost hit. I don't know. He just had the relationships in Chicago and they would have hit it and so, it off. So it's just kind of one of those things. Great thing about Hey, we forgot to mention he won a Grammy too. Yeah. As a self-released artist yep. distribution on his own. Nobody's ever done that. That's dope. Yeah. Dope. Nice. Super dope. So he set the model. So I, that's I'm not <laughs> taking my hat off too, but United Masters is one that's uh, a streaming type platform. Is one to watch because while the Spotify, SoundClouds, Apple Music, and one I personally am a fan of a title, you know, because it's black owned, but backed by SoftBank. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just did that in there for a tool just so you can get hyped. It's owned by Sprint, though. So, right? That's why that's how it became, yeah, right? They, yeah, that's Sprint. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> no, I was just saying that. Uh, I digress. <laughs> United Masters, United Masters. So other things they're doing, they they can pin it down to, hey, Clyde, you just released this track last week. A kid in Iowa, age nineteen to twenty five, is listening to it. Why don't you hit him up with his email and sell him some merch? They can mm-hmm. go to that. I mean, Clyde, you and I were walking in New York City once. We saw Steve Stout, right? Yeah. Um, yep. And I had he. I asked him to pitch, uh, you know, be a judge in one of our startup showcases once. He's like, Nah, B. I'll send my number two. So big uh, up to Ch- Chaucer and. uh and Jimmy, they were both going to come, but then, you know, they couldn't come last minute, but um, they're dope. They're doing, and they raised like 130 mil and Google Ventures were one of the first to back them. I mean, so they're legit. They got yeah, really style is amazing because you always oh. see them at those uh, Warriors and basketball final games in Silicon Valley. And I don't yeah. think he's just there to be at the games. He's there making them connections with the Horowitz and Andreessen oh, and, you know, all those guys. So, you know, him doing that venture uh, was very smart. And I think he's going to be able to take off. Um, talk about the ad models, man. There's like ads all over these too, right? So if you're like a free listener on a lot of these things, like I am, um, I got Amazon just cause we're part of the ecosystem. I should have done Apple cause I, that made more sense, but we, I don't know. My kids already made a playlist and they were like, all right, whatever. They gave us free for four months or something like that. So, uh, generally, you know, they have an all you can eat model, the ecosystem, as you talked about, Spotify was supposed to release last year, a car hardware piece that you could, you know, so mm. they can use everything i don't know if that ever came out came to market we should check that out uh, but they you know the ads that they do are you know the playlist those are sponsored a lot of times or yeah. you know a certain number of people you get in there you get on there you get on you get to be listed playlist branded moments sponsored sessions audio video takeovers displays you know all that stuff's in it that's this is more your lane so you should be chatting about this more than i should <laughs> This ain't Anthony's lane. Anthony's a BD guy, not the, not the ad sales guy. But with that being said, it's funny with the ad model. The ad model, even with Spotify, Spotify does restrict you. I think Spotify's game is the the reoccurring revenue of 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 the of the of the subscription, right? So they 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 do structure their their platform in a way that you know. You can be a non-paid, a non-paid member, you know, and, and set certain things up, but you, you're setting up your playlist, you lose control, right? Yeah. Um, and it just, you could toss all the songs you want to your playlist, but we'll, we'll tell you how we're, how it's going to get played, right? So, yeah. And, yeah. and you, and you see the ad model not necessarily playing out well, even when you look at the likes of Pandora, right? Pandora has struggled, um, getting people into, 
to subscription world and they've initially always been at at the ad model they missed so, out man they were in this game the earliest and we met they were in the game first ad. yeah and they were like and they had, being purchased by my old company sirius xm yeah. Uh, that's yeah. right that's right yeah, yeah. So they're, they're part of their eco- ecosystem they now they got, and they got uh xm was xm radio right yeah, so Sirius and XL merged back All in. All three together doing nothing. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Stock at about $5 a share. I keep getting like, you know, I remember. Is it at car. five? Yeah, still at five. Dude, they try to give it to me. I don't want it, man. Like, so I, I had it, you know, first getting into the car. They're like, all right, you get this for a couple months. I'm like, cool. And then I, I let it just lapse. And then they keep sending send me free stuff. It's just too much work to go because there's a billion channels, right? Uh, but there's good stuff on there. I mean, they're going, but they're, they're not going to last. Like Spotify, I could see them being a takeout. Because they're doing the right things. They're aggregating all this dope content under one umbrella, one house. So someone has to come and buy the entire thing. An Apple or an Amazon may make a run at them at some point. It's too small for them right now. It's 35 well, bill. You know, they, they do have 25 million, I think 25, 30 million subscribers. You know, half of them are paying $15 a, a month. And so, so you know, Spotify, they're not Spotify making a lot more than that, man. Spotify is 170 mil. And like, yeah, uh, but how many of those are paying customers? 35 million, like 40%. So it's pretty. Pretty legit. Okay. Yeah. No, I didn't, I didn't know so, so many were, uh, were paying. But, mm. but you know, the, the whole industry is interesting because the whole, you know, I, I did a little research and looking at the whole revenue for streaming services grew like 20% yeah. uh, this past year. And yeah. it got to $8.8 billion. And 10 bill. Streaming. I think it's closer to 10 bill. An entire for the 10 bill. That's what I read. And I'm, I'm thinking specifically about streaming. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. <laughs> I think so. But yeah. In, in there, nine to ten mil. Let's wait. Ten yeah, mil. Yeah. There we go. Split the difference. Yeah. So one of the things that uh, was interesting to me was, um, you know, it didn't include digital downloads. So I don't know if your number included digital downloads as well. But uh, uh, just look, thinking about the whole model, it's it's like there are three parts: there are paid subscriptions, which account for you know a large majority, but then there's ad supported, uh, on demand audio, video. Uh, for whatever the case may be. And then there's customized radio services. So, you know, creating unique advertising opportunities around digital versions of radio, radio services. So there are a bunch of opportunities. And, and most importantly, there are, um, um, yeah, those are, those are kind of some of the highlights that I pulled out, uh, which I wanted to share. Yeah, man. So <clears throat> you were talking about, We've been having some texts back and forth about D Nice started this whole movement on IG. Go for it, Andy. go for it. I know he's itching, itching. No, no. Listen, I, I, it's just it's the it's all about music rights, right? To what yep. you mentioned before um, about how how songwriting gets played. But these platforms do short form deals, right? They it's where whether they you can only play a twenty second clip of a song that's within their rights of that platform. For for example, Instagram, right? They can only play a certain amount of of the song. On top of that, if you post something and you're playing more than that amount of time, there's something around crediting it, crediting it to the artist or or, or whatever the song and artist. Um, but there's been instances of the song still or your that post still being taken down. So what's going on with the DJs doing during COVID nineteen? Who started honestly? Was started by D Nice who who blew it up? What was that? Almost a month and a half ago, almost where he yeah, did Oprah, that one night. Hello, where, Obama. Half of, the, half of the world in. seemed to be on. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, what happened was once they crossed that number of seconds, that now it becomes, it became an issue for Instagram. 
not like Instagram and or Facebook, the parent company were trying to hate on the DJs. They're just like, listen, our deals with the record labels. Yeah. It's just for a small, a short amount of time to play certain songs. People have to get paid like a fool. You know, he, you know, he's he got he's got he's got bills to pay. He's got kids to feed. You know, <laughs> listen, like I write songs, so I want to get paid. And exactly. and at the end of the day, from a business side, from a person who's just like, hey, I know the world's going through some things, but business is business. So you want to get paid, and that's the issue. What's going on with some of these DJs who are playing music online, even with songs that they own. Right. Like yeah. they, oh, they might have yeah. they, they might have written like themselves. Like there is a parent company that they've signed up for and there's deals that they've signed to make sure they get paid from other sources. So yeah. it, it's a it's a and it kind of hit. I think it just hit Instagram. It got it smacked in the face and they no. weren't 100 percent ready for it. And so that that 20 second deal you talk about is unique to IG. They must have worked that out and they're only going to fight. I think, that. It's like, I think it's 30, 30. I think it's 30. Uh, so 20 30. Otherwise, you take one second a song, you owe money for a sample. Right. Generally okay. outside of IG. So IG will go and fight that battle for a D nice because he's big. He's huge. Right. So now all these other DJs try to come on like, hey, man, we're in the we're in the covid situation. We got we're not throwing any live parties. Let's let's do it. Start doing IG is not going to go and fight that fight for them and have them work it out. So IG's lawyers. So. Basically, what you've read, what we've seen is D Nice and IG must have had a relationship and a deal in place to, well, before we went live. Because then, hey, here's a set list, play from this. Or if you deviate from it, our lawyers will figure it out after the fact. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, a dude that's killing it, you know, here at a small joint in New York City may not get that kind of special treatment. So he's, he, he can't. So that's why they shut a lot of cats down. You've seen, we've seen that, right? Sometimes you think it's tech yeah. error, but it's going to be that. I, I, I've met actually, I know like two DJs who, 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 who DJ on IG, uh, and they, and they posted something on Facebook showing that you know, the emails they're getting from, uh, Facebook are from, you know, whether Warner, Warner Music saying that, you know, you do, you need to stop playing the music. I don't know if it's a cease and desist, but I don't think it's that deep, but, uh, potentially it could be. Look, man, and you said something earlier, like even if it's their own track, I had a track I was trying to bring on for our intro here. And, you know, so. I can say it. Chesky Records, Apple Records, they own half of the publishing. So they said, you're going to have to pay us for this. I'm like, well, shit, I made it. it took me like three weeks to make that track. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You didn't do shit. <laughs> but they've licensed the shit out of it. So I'm not going to pull it out because that's, you know, every three months, cats like me will get a check, even though we haven't done anything in a couple of years. So it's dope. Pay the song right. Yeah, but that's the, that's the funny part. Like what what and, and this is also, you know, we start getting into f- philosophical uh, disagreements, right? Where where people are like, yeah, it's all about the little guy and a guy who really works on the behind the scenes. Not all about just the artist. This is this is one of those moments yeah. where you got to start saying people have to get paid, and not every just because these platforms are here and free. Everybody, there's elements of people who have to get paid just to get these things done. And so one of the things that come to mind oh. in this, these type of situations is um, the Taylor Swift Scooter Braun feud. Yeah. That came up when he purchased the rights to her music catalog. Yeah. Um, when he purchased the company, I think it was Big Machine, is what it was yeah. called. Big Machine, and he had a, it's mainly a country artist, a bunch of cats like that. And she was like a crossover, huge hit. Her dad was a big owner in that company too. Yep, he, and he paid like three hundred million dollars and yeah. for the label, Big Machine, and he gave him ownership over uh, Taylor Swift's first six studio albums. So. You know, that's kind of the world where you're thinking about the streaming and people getting this. Like I threw a mention in some cases, you pay 80, 80, uh, 80 songs and you get it, what, it's a dollar? Yeah. So you dollar. think about how many times Taylor Swift is, is streamed, you know, $300 million investment for Taylor Swift plus all the other artists that came through that. 
you know, it becomes it becomes a a big thing, and we and we only know what's the next big thing going to happen because it was it was what it was a uh, eight track or vinyl to eight uh, track tapes to t- to CDs and now streaming. <laughs> so what's going to be next? I'm sure there's going to be something. First, so yeah. if you own those rights, then that's where you give you the ability where, to. Where do you, where do you go from streaming the straight digital invisible thing coming like just download it to your face? I mean, in your ear. <laughs> what are you, you going to do? What's next? Matrix type thing? What else is next? Well, I, well, I see, see, and that's and that's and that's a great question. Like, what you? How can we visualize something that's a little that's even better than this, right? But you know, when you really pull back, pull back the curtain, how can it be uh, a little better? I think it, it really boils down to the tools that the devices that we have now, right? It's all about, it's all about uh, how far advanced do these devices get? Like we're, we're, you know, with 5G coming out and that's a whole nother discussion. Um, But how, how advanced does the technology get that people know your personality? They know what you like to listen to just like Apple and Spotify and Amazon or, and all these other, and Pandora or Sirius, they know how many times you listen to a certain style of hip hop, certain style of jazz, classical, whatever, that's how the music is going to hit you. And it's just going to be recommendations. You see that right now with the suggested music that you need to listen to. Um, I don't know. I don't know how, but I think the discussion that this becomes, it becomes like a IOT thing, internet of things and how everything is connected um, in that ecosystem where it follows you wherever. All right, fellas. So this has been a good conversation and one where we'll continue to watch. I think the streaming space is one that's exciting uh, changing on a daily basis and one where uh, I think that it, it's giving people power to own and control their music, but then also to monetize it and, and, and keep the keep the cash flow coming for these artists who are long, uh, long gone and, and not necessarily earn as much money as they sh- should have. So it's a great topic. We'll continue to, to monitor and watch it. But uh, now I want to think about, you know, I want, first I want to take another sip of my Glenn Livet. Dude, I'm all out of sips, so many man. sips. <laughs> I got I to pour another round. <laughs> there you go. And then, I, then you know, I want to I want to touch on the um, uh, one of my most favorite parts of the uh, of, of the show is shit you should know. Boom. <laughs> Who's so going, I, who's I'll going? let one of you guys kick it off. Who's going to kick it off first? Thor's, Thor's kicking it off. <laughs> all right, nice. Um, I, got, I got two. You know, I usually go multiple tier. <laughs> I got two, all for free, baby. Don't worry. <laughs> Verizon Blue <laughs> Jean. Blue jeans. <laughs> I like that. Free Blue jeans. Nice, nice. Blue jeans, right? So they were acquired by Verizon a few weeks back. It's a BBP that yeah. runs the show, two of them. And Is it? I, we, yeah. My people know. Your people, it's your people or our people? It's a combination. It's, it's, your it's, people. it's collective, all right? It's a collective. Okay. <laughs> you know, hold on, hold on. What's the company again? Blue jeans? The, uh, Blue jeans. Yeah, that's another conference company. Levi, not Levi's. Home. Yeah, it's a conferencing company. Yeah. So, you know, so Verizon is trying to go all in on the enterprise thing, you know, vid conferencing app to compete with the Googles and Microsofts of the world. Zoom's going to be taken out at some point. Verizon wants to go deep on the telehealth and online learning. So you get the whole integrated solution. And this is my mm-hmm. word I've stolen from you guys. Connectivity, security, video platform, and with everything mixed in. So Zoom, you know, they've had privacy issues with, you know, New York City Department of Education, NASA, SpaceX. Um, so cool play, like 400 mil. I think 400 million. So that's a good thing. Okay. Um, next thing, Nick's the center. I want, you know, Patrick Ewing. I was always a big fan of this cat. 
Um, get out of your monkey, man. I'm a monkey ass kid. <laughs> so, Nick, what's up? What's up? <laughs> hey, how you doing, Uncle Anthony? Uncle, he's a, he's a LeBron, he's a LeBron fan. Yeah, a LeBron fan. <laughs> yeah, you pack, pack your bags, kid. You're out. <laughs> they, they know better. They know better. They don't want me to duct tape him to the stove again. <laughs> no, but Patrick Ewing, he's got the COVID, man, and he's um he's doing well. He's recovering in a New York City hospital, I think. Or no, maybe he's out now. He's out. Okay. I just respect that cat because, you know, everyone, you all know I'm a Bulls fan. One dude I respect from that time is Patrick Ewing, like the most. I wish he would have gotten a ring, not against my Bulls, but just in general. He's just yeah. a stand-up dude, played his heart out like Clyde's Pistons, used to beat the hell, like literally physically beat the hell out of my team. But I respect him because he was just always a stand-up dude. Flip basketball, side, you know, street basketball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the second dude I want to say out of that time is Charles Barkley. And no one, everyone forgets how baller he was in that MVP season. He took the Suns to the... Super Bowl, the championship against, you know, he eventually lost to my squad, my, my guys. But those are two cats that I really look up to that I wish would have had. But Patrick Ewing, stand up, dude. Nice All right. You. All right. Clyde, Clyde, you're next. I, I All right. So that means that Anthony didn't prepare for this episode. He's still doing his Google search, ladies and gentlemen. So let's give him a little bit more time. So I'll talk about <laughs> So I'm, my trying to, I'm, trying to gauge, I'm trying to gauge which ones I should use. Yeah, the, the, oh, I got too many options, Trick, right? <laughs> uh, no, no, no. So I want to talk about something that launched yesterday. We talked about streaming, but this is a, a small departure of the uh, streaming services around video. Uh, in a crowded space where there's Netflix, there's Disney+, Plus, there's Apple streaming, HBO Max launched yesterday, um, which, oh, you know, it was one of those launches that in the world that everyone was waiting on. Um, this one, I don't think it was so hot. Um, one that it launched yesterday and after the first day of downloads, they only had 80, 87,000 new users um, oh. come through the app store and Google play store. So that's one where it's interesting because you think about Disney plus they had 4 million installs in the first day. And then even Quibi, the one that no one knows about uh, quick bite. Uh, they had 300,000 installs in a day. So uh, one of the biggest challenges that I'm seeing with HBO Max is centered around the cost. It's like, I think they're charging 15, something like that, right? Like almost $15 per, uh, per month. So, you know, that's going in a world where there's a lot of streaming and, and video options. Um, you know, I really hope that they can figure it out um, because most importantly, the boondocks will be on HBO Max. Yeah. Um, oh, there's a new one coming out, right? Yeah, the, yeah. they're going to have a new new episodes of the Boondocks are going to be on HBO Max. So, you know, I'll wait to figure it out, see if I can get a password um, <laughs> before investing before investing my own money. Fifty dollars uh, is two sandwiches. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. But no, with shit you should know, HBO Max launched. Um, not too much fanfare, it looks like, but uh, it's the one that, you know, I think that everyone should be on the lookout for because one of the most important shows of, you know, the last 10 to 15 years of Boondocks is on there and uh, it tells stories that, you know, are not often told. All right. I think awesome. AG's done Googling now, so we're good. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So th- th- these these go a little to uh, a little bit more serious side of it. So, uh, yeah, no. There's a Clearview AI. I don't know if you guys, we've had a discussion. We've, I don't know if we've had a discussion directly um, or, or it was an episode. I can't remember. I'm like three drinks in now. But Clearview AI. AI. So what they've done, um, and there's a lawsuit by the ACLU in the state of Illinois, which has a law about protecting everybody's personal, their images, uh, their facial recognition. 
right? Within the state of Illinois, Illinois is one of the only states that really have this kind of law really set in place. But Clearview AI has scraped just about every social media platforms, pictures of everybody who's on these social media platforms, and it's been able to kind of like tag who's who. Uh-oh. And they have a whole whole database in which they can sell to local law enforcement. And there's the ACLU is saying that they've violated this rights of this law that the state of Illinois, I can't remember the type, BIPA. But one of the biggest issues right now is that they've illegally scraped people's fake wow. pictures and mm. they're unable to tag people. And this could be an issue down the line when it comes down to them selling that to law enforcement against other people's, you know, they're, they're no, they're knowing, right. Social media platforms are, have been against it. Um, and they don't know how they just scrape their platforms to scrape everybody's image. So this is something to be, you know, to be aware of because although we, we love these, you know, these tools on our devices that allow life to be a little easier, there's other companies out here doing these, um, using these, uh, tools that they have, scraping technology, et cetera, to create a whole database of your images that you constantly post on social media for their own benefit. Um, so this, this is just something that I literally read this article yesterday. It was on the verge. Um, it's a little, mm. little concerning. Um, and, and, you know, Hey, I have to mention it, you know, guys, uh, the George Floyd, um, uh, within yeah. Minneapolis, yep. uh, the murder of George, George Floyd. And, um, uh, I hate to say it, you know, I watched it once, couldn't watch it again. Um, it's, it hit me hard as a black man that, you know, this is, it could be anybody. And this is just, it, it hurts. It literally hurts my soul. Um, and, and it's, and it's not only depressing, but you, 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 we can keep on fighting and social media, but I'm just, it just, it honestly it just hurts my soul. Um, and that's, sorry, that's to be my shit you should know, because we have to do something. I don't know what it is. Um, so sorry. You're saying it could be anybody. It could be anybody elsewhere. In this country, it always ends up being a black man. And it's jacked up. Two yeah. weeks ago, you had Ari, right? And it's it's stupid that all this shit can just keep happening. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's the world we live in. And until, you know, something changed dramatically, we're going to keep fighting that fight. And, um, you know, one of the, re- one of the um, articles or um, articles I've read, um, before this act, actually this event happened, but you know, around the Aubrey, Aubrey, um, event, Mike Mews wrote an article about, you know, the way that we can fight back. I, I, I asked everyone to, to Google it, but sitting around, you know, figuring out ways to vote and get the right politicians in place, whether it's police chiefs, it's the DAs, it's the mayors at the local level. Those it's the down ballot who can, who can down ballot. It can help make change. And that's where you start to make those changes in the system where you can have people who hold the 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 police force, the sentencing and the environments where uh, we may have little control at the top. But down ballot, we can make changes in the local level and make sure we get the right people who can hold people accountable. So uh, I recommend that people read that article by Mike Muse. I just um, that was something that that was very uh, inspiring to me. Let's put that link in the notes if we can. All right, I'll definitely. Will. Yeah, definitely. We'll yeah. post it on social. Well, this has been a good one, fellas. Uh, Sorry. Yes. <laughs> great episode. Great knowledge. Um, touched on some great topics, and you know we are the whiskey hue. Um, we've been sipping on Glenlivet before we get off. 
we'll let uh, everyone talk about you know what they what they felt about Glen Livet. Um, you know, what, what do you think about today's choice of whiskey? You know, as a birthday gift that I got from Athul, um, it, you know, when you when you start saying Glen Livet, twelve year. Thanks. You, you know, I thought we were friends, but and, um, <laughs> hey, look, I can't complain. I didn't get you nothing. So you know, <laughs> I, I found out that, that morning, man. What, 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 what? The one thing. All right. So two, one. It's you know what? Honestly, it's a. It's when we mentioned our last episode about the uh, uh, bullet. <laughs> you know, bullet's a good mixed drink. Glenlivet. It is. It is like I. I just need a drink. People it's love that do, shit. Though. It's going to do its job. And it's not going to make me cringe when I drink it. Before so it made me a- sound like a cheap ass dude, right? So I remember once <laughs> we were at the Flatiron by my office, right? We were at the Flatiron. Uh, uh, Anthony, after we've been pouring up all night, Anthony, us three were together. Yeah. Anthony's like, hey, oh, you got this. You're in VC. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> and I had it. I got it for you, right? Yeah, I remember. And that was, was funny. And I was, I was like, that's when I just started doing really good at work-wise financially. I was like, yeah, I'm good. No, you got Internally, it. Well, you, you didn't, so I didn't say anything. Internally, I'm thinking, these cheap-ass fire comma. <laughs> You need to come to my world, all right? Pick up some tabs once in a while. It's a good, it's a, it's actually a smooth, it's a smooth whiskey when you start really thinking about um, the 12 year. Like typically when you hear 12 years of other brands, um, it, it initially punches you, right? It gives you that, yeah. it gives you that initial punch. This doesn't give you that punch for the, the first, it's the first drink. Most people like it. I just don't, I have, I had it in another box that was just beaten up. So I couldn't give you that one. So I gave you this one. <laughs> <laughs> I found out that morning. I'm like, man, I don't have time to go because I had to drive to Clyde's point. You know, the mansion, you got to deal with the security. Yeah, the like, so, oh, you know, I don't know if everybody knows, like everybody in America who who's working remote, we're all recording remote. And, and, uh, yeah. and, and so, so typically we, we, we do record at Clyde's estate and, um, <laughs> in, 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 in his basement around his pool, around, yeah. around his, Around his uh, ping pong tables, table tennis, or eight people. <laughs> it's pelotons. Uh, I say pelotons, plural. Swimming pools and all that. Yeah, we're, we're dragging this out. But this is probably the last gift you'll ever get from a Thule, Anthony. No, <laughs> from now on, he's just going to bring you a bucket of ice. Uh, and with that note, you know, we're the Whiskey Hue. Uh, check us out on thewhiskeyhue.com. Check us out on all our platforms. Uh, rate us. Give us five stars. The number one podcast okay. in the world by Anthony, Athul, and Clyde. And uh, this has been a great episode, guys. So thanks. Have a good one. Peace. Peace.